Welcome to D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. Join us in our campaign and shenanigans as we explore the subterranean labyrinths, plunder hordes of treasure, battle legendary monsters. This podcast will be following our gaming group and the adventures of these characters, as well as a few guests from time to time. Join us as we start a new campaign and our journey to experience the best, and maybe the worst, in the 5th edition of Dungeons & Dragons. Hi, this is Kelly, a.k.a. Trixie from Ragnarok and Roll, a sign to Ragnarok's story, and Tilda Wimblewick from D&D Journey of the 5th Edition. First off, I would just like to say thank you to everyone for listening to our varied adventures, as well as for rating us on iTunes and RPGpodcast.com. If you haven't rated us yet, we would greatly appreciate it if you could. And if you're looking for more ways to support our efforts, we are now on Patreon a great site where you can help us continue making more podcasts as well as some special surprises for our patrons. If you can, please look us up at www.patreon.com slash cppn. Every little bit helps. And again, thank you for listening. Welcome back to Goblins of Gods. Are you bloodied at least? Oh, yeah. Okay, at least... At, at least. least... at least give it that much. Oh, yeah. Pretty bloody. As, uh... Claire, if it's your turn. Uh, Claire wants... Has a quick question. Remember, you do have the bonus attack at the axe. I do. You do. Um, you could even move it... Here to get combat advantage. If you want it. If you want. I would be too bad, yeah. Um, I'm not getting anywhere here because I'm like really <laughs> You're down to three hit points. And you just saw him get pile drive with like 20 branches at once. Which means it doesn't have as many branches left. <laughs> so. That's what I'm um, He picks up his burning branches and throws them at Piles them all up underneath it. You're back on fire. Can I cast a spell and use a spiritual weapon? Yeah, the spiritual weapon's a bonus action. Okay. So then I am going to uh, do uh, the chill touch. Ooh, going for the old Your chill, the hand from your chill touch just gliding silently through the air to behind the tree. Oh, come on. What'd you get? (laughs) Oh, one. (laughs) And it just kind of like disappears into the the ash of the back (laughs) of the tree. So there's this frost, a handprint on the ash of the burnt part of the back. Yeah, kind of the, you know, (laughs) Didn't have much power. I'm but then at, I'm looking at it going, what? But then you can sum up all your anger and rage, and in the name of your God, swing That's that axe. Do you say anything as you swing that weapon with your spiritual might? She does something truly epic. Of course. <laughs> I translate. <laughs> I'm still. And your axe swings, and you know what it was? They were swinging on all those branches that went <laughs> on the paladin. And, and it's just because he moved so violently, so massively, it actually is just shocking you that this tree, this this stupid piece of nature, be so deadly. Now that it finally connected with him. And then I said, well, up yours next time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wizard. Yeah, flame wreath weapon. Yeah. You just saw the paladin get covered with like 20 branches at once. He's in the middle of a, uh, a lumberyard accident. I have to move here to get... Uh, actually, you can't. It's a step along. You have to climb up. 
seems to be. If you want to do that, fire. like a forest fire. Yeah. You, you, you get a flame because it's three by three. Uh, it would have to be right there if you get flame. Because that's the opposite. So if it was no, here. Not simply crew. Here, yeah, it has to be opposite, complete opposites. Okay. Okay. If you step on the, if you climb the rock. We're going to have to climb the rock. It's, it, it would require an actual action, action while right. we climb the rock because it's, it's all nasty. So that's a 14 to hit. That'll hit. And the green flame is unnecessary because it would only just go to its companion. Its companion is dead. So. You always hit the paladin every time you take him out. <laughs> right? You can only get the two points. I know he still has three. <laughs> At least that's what I hear. Um, so that's 11 points of damage. <laughs> and so me and that's blunt damage. This is force damage. Force damage. As you bring the weapon down, it just the wood starts to separate as your weapon gets close. So it's almost like this this tree is just pure ash at this point. And you literally with your weapon you bisect the tree. And it it just its mouth slowly stiffens and the wind disappears from the branches. I'd like to think that uh, as I connect, I'm kind of looking over at him <laughs> and I'm just tiny, kind of gr grinning. Little tiny hex weapons. Just because you know, I'm messing with the hot goblin because <laughs> I got the kill. <laughs> and it just I really this wanted huge crashing sound as it comes That would have been awesome. As sadly you see it fall down against the door, blocking your path through. Wow. No. Oh, no. It's a good thing I killed it. <laughs> In the wrong direction. <laughs> okay, so so basically combat is over. You guys are looking at what's what just happened here, the fact that the trees have animated animated and tried to kill you all. But now there's one of the, the, the half-broken bits of the tree leaning against the doorway, like its last defiant act was to throw itself in the way to do duty <laughs> to protect the place from the goblin kind. Why did we continue to I mean, really, is it really worth it? I would You're still bet because your god's not the one on the top of the room as they aren't you? I would tell the goblins to move it, but I don't think they can. Did you tell the I goblins could, to I move it? I could set it on fire some more. You could if do you that. guys would lend me some fire. There's that torch that's still burning on the ground. Right. <laughs> and you just went. <laughs> I think we'll have to move it. Well, I do. Well, no, that's actually a good idea. We could light it on fire, let it burn down. Take a long rest. Take a long rest. <laughs> a long rest. Yeah. Best campfire ever for a long rest. <laughs> the bodies of our enemies. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we use what you want is that now? Hand, you know? well, well, that take one we use what is within reach in that hand. Yeah. I've got four <laughs> No, but will nature allow you to complete that short rest? That long rest? Uh, we're just running a home brew that Playing goblins. Playing evil goblins. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, what is it a waste to use it for when I have four hit points left? Okay. <laughs> Since you're going to lay on hand, you get yourself, what, 15 points back, yeah. something like that? Yeah. I think it's 500 level, something like that. Well, it's since. <laughs> okay, so you guys are basically paladins laying on hands and stepping over the large chunks of tree. So you're basically going to burn the tree? Yeah. Okay. The I'll just take a nap, guys. Well, I'm under like nature check. Before we take a long rest, I'm going to do a prayer of healing. Okay. So everybody gets some hit points back. Oh. Oh, good. So let's see. I think it's amazing. I didn't get Next time, treat slap the red. Next time, treat you go out first. I uh, I think I scraped I don't like my that toe. Idea. Everybody gets fourteen points back. Oh, as you're like, I'm a shamalaning, and everybody feels the, the the evil dark cleric energy filling your 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 black blooded green I felt, evilness. I felt energized and go. 
Where's the next creep? <laughs> Somebody smack him before I do. So, uh, go ahead and you give me an nature roll. Yeah. And you give me an arcana roll. That's it. 17. So, uh, you're, you're like tree. Yeah, and you're like immediately like, these were not trees. These acted more, you know, like automatons than trees. Trees were communicated or, you know, had more abilities. You believe these are uh, animated trees. Which would have required like powerful druids or wizards to create long ago. Especially when you're looking at the chopped parts and you're like, there's many, 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 many trees. Thinking that this these trees are probably at least two thousand years old. Were. Oh, they still are. No, were. They're dead now. They were 2,000 years old. Well, I see him looking at it and I'm like, what does it look like to you? It's like a dead tree. <laughs> My tin, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's looking like a dead tree. You're like, kindling. Maybe it's one of those little bitey bushes that we have back at the base. <laughs> Maybe that's what they look like a McDonald's. Yeah, that's what they look like. So I kind of impart the knowledge of like, because I'm smart enough. Mm-hmm. And I take the moment to share that um, it was actually a tree and was imbued with the spirit of protection, like an animated guardian. Mm-hmm. And I go over its head and I start describing what it happened. <laughs> Techno Valor, style. Because I. He's not very good at his job anymore, is he? <laughs> no, no. But it was a pretty good tree, I I mean, he makes great firewood. Oh, yeah. If that's his job, he's doing it great. Until we came along, it was doing great <laughs> at being a tree. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, until you guys came along. Mm-hmm. So, so between... Uh, hey, moral support. Somebody give me a strength roll for the whole... I'm assuming you want to pull it away from the door so you can look at the door during your, your, your long rest. Oh, it needs to burn down to ash, and then we can just scoop it away. Scoop okay, it away. so you guys I'm basically... Okay. So it's 17. Oh, yeah. Bugbear's just like, Rrrr! after giving this techno babble talk, his horns are now bulging, and he's pulling the tree away on fire. <coughs> As you know, pulls it just far enough so we can safely walk around the flames to get to the door. That's why, you know, I get an extra 10%. I mean, 20%. Because you're the brains and the brawn. Right. Okay, so uh, cleric and paladin, can both of you give me a religion roll? Twelve. You are the spiritual leader, at least. <laughs> so you're looking at this door, and you sense that there's some kind of trick to unlocking the door. Hmm. There, there's some kind of religious doctrine going on on the door's mosaic that seems to be out of order, but you're just not placing your thumb on it. Probably because I've seen this episode of Stargate. Probably because you look up and again see that your god is not the chosen protector god right? of this temple, and that has got your universe totally out of whack. I, I, I yeah. Okay. Totally, uh, completely. So out you of guys are spending a few hours over the burning, you know, Tree looking at the gators. <laughs> right. It's just not right. So I will give you that one of you two, because obviously there's that religious doctrine there between you guys, that you can assist, you can do the help action for her, because I'm betting she's probably got a better wisdom for that skill. To give her advantage on the roll is the last of the animated trees burning out and you all have completed your long rest and gotten back your hit points that you didn't lose because I'm looking at the balance. He he lost most of his life too. That was very unwise. (laughs) (laughs) You realize that was not worth salt, right? You know what? I not if I eat them. My final act before I die is to chew on you. Go <laughs> <laughs> fight into your artery. 
Everybody's down. My first last one. So, are, are you going to give, give her the help? <laughs> yep. Okay, well, you can assist. Okay. It's the help action, so you have advantage on your next religion roll. As you've been sitting there, you whipped out your little book of prayers, which is basically like this torture manual. And you're looking at this mosaic, and you're like, something is wrong with these goblin heads, and they seem to be out of order. You know what the problem is? <laughs> my God is not on the top there. And it, well, that's the problem. You keep looking up, and it pisses you off that the gods are not in their proper order. No. So maybe that's the problem, but they're not in their proper order. Uh-huh. Fourteen. You're, you're looking at it and you're still thinking. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you train them, then you'll get plus two from that. So you get sixteen. So how come you? No, religion is in. Oh, is it in? Yeah, yeah. it's not wisdom. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Unfortunately. And, and just something's not clicking in your head right. It could be that the the goblin religion is is changed over thousands of years. No, 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 no. no. Couldn't. <laughs> no, could no, couldn't no. be that the religious dogma hasn't altered in two thousand years. No, no, we all know that thousand years. No, I, 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 I'm I'm very adamant about the fact that no. <laughs> now uh, you do have your hobgoblin saving face. I'm just saying. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Could give you a plus four. Okay. You use your saving face. Okay, so I need it was a plus one to fifteen, which is magic number. But you're looking at this and you're like, you, you have this moment where you're looking at it and they're all watching you. And you like look over your shoulder like, I wonder if they notice I don't know what I'm doing here. And then all of a sudden you immediately realize, aha, goblins must always be weary of being betrayed from their own, the strong to survive. This is what it's all about, and immediately you start clicking these little tiles and mosaics. And you're putting, you're realizing that the order of the gods doesn't match the heaven and hell landscapes that are in the mosaic, and you start sliding them and locking them into place. Mainly because you're getting looked at and you're like, oh shit, I better do something right, or I'll be sacrificed so they get a better cleric next time. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you click the last two in place and it turns your stomach because it has your heavenly host as the second in line in heaven. Uh. <laughs> Realizing that pure brute force does not trump smart tactics. And you're getting this feeling. Because remember, you worship the goblin god. Like you worship the hobgoblin, the warrior god. This temple is dedicated to the hobgoblin. And that's why you're realizing as you walk them in place and they, they click, that this was hobgoblin made, not goblin made. I thought she <laughs> and yet somehow you didn't know it. Actually, that's how he helped you just now. He's giving you the rhetoric that this is hobgoblin architecture. Remember when he helped you get, get advantage on that role? That's what he threw out was his little, you know, little hobgoblin, pro-hobgoblin, anti-goblinoid uh, like no, that can't be right. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. <laughs> As all of a sudden the gate clicks into place, and the portal slowly starts dropping down into the ground. You see it like pulling mud and dirt and roots down with it. And it opens with a groan, if not a grunting growl like we just heard. <laughs> As it starts to slide open. And this is when I'll grab those for the great natural way. Okay, and, and I'll say, yes. During this minutes. whole time, we got the long rest. So you've gotten the long rest, you've gotten your spells back, you can spend your hit dice, which I don't think many folks have to after you did that amazing roll. Uh, that was pretty good, huh? That, that was a great heal. <laughs> don't, don't expect that every time, guys. <laughs> it's just because you're trying so to save your grace. He's a far. You're like, right. okay, I can't. This one. I pooch this one. They'll, they'll get a new healer from amongst the goblins. <laughs> Can't have that happen. Nope. Amongst the goblins? They're not smart enough. I mean, what? Ooh, Nisa, Nisa, Chief of Church! Good luck, I'll go with a mix between Chaka and Jar Jar Binks. So, 
there's an episode of Stargate. Mm-hmm. There's quite a few. Where, yes. They're in a pyramid, or they, they're trying to open a pyramid. There's quite a few of those, too. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, there's one episode where they try to open a pyramid. The rest of them are already open. Oh, okay. <laughs> I may watch Stargate too much. I haven't watched it. Perish the fuck. That's just wrong. I, you know what sucks is I'm missing uh, season seven, eight, and if there's anything over nine. So I watch one through six and then nine, like over and over again. That's it's terrible. Anyway, the 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 creation myth that was depicted on the pyramid was out of order, uh-huh. and that's how they had to open the pyramid. Uh-huh. So. Useless Stargate knowledge. It's not useless. It's saving <laughs> someone's life. Actually, that episode, most more people died than made it back. Of course, you know, I was actually just talking to wife about Stargate because she hasn't seen a lot of it. Because we're watching MacGyver on Fear of the channel. Hell, and we're looking at supposed to be in like Nicaragua type of South America. But it's totally Canadian mountains and tundra. But it's supposedly Central America, as you've seen the rain and mist and coldness of the water that land in the water. And they're like, it's so hot. And then you see breath. <laughs> and they're talking. This must be like in Panama, up, you know, up in those high altitude parts where, you know, all of a sudden they realize, oh, it's so high in altitude, it's cold. And under Right. They're just blowing the humidity. That's what it is. But all all the actors who went from MacGyver to Stargate. Oh, did they? I mean, I know Richard Dean Anderson, obviously. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, remember the general, Heavy Set Davis. Mm-hmm. That used to be his boss at the Phoenix Foundation. Uh-huh. Because, like I was joking with Kelly, it's like, what are the odds? How many of them bought houses in Canada when MacGyver was on the air? Because he was on the air for like eight years. So when they film Stargate up in Canada, you have all the folks already right there, probably have the houses up there, because it's not like you sell a house and you get a house in the Do the whole, oh, show. Of course, the uh, DeLuise boys as the directors of the series. That's something that I think really helped Stargate to get, was the fact you have two directors and executive producers who love the, the, the show. And you've got the directing next. The one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah. Uh, that one. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I was like, I was trying to think of the name of the episode. Oh, I don't even bother trying to remember the name. Of the I was just trying to prove to myself how much I don't want to share. You're you're missing out. And if you know, else ch- uh, catch some, try to catch the movies on Netflix. I know. Oh, I've got a copy of the original movie, so. Because they added, what, like two or three more movies that they picked up the guy from Farscape? Yeah. They, they made some really bad movies. I, I'm not sure that I've seen all the movies. When they went the whole angle of Ascension and Bad Ascension, because mm-hmm. did you see the series in like the last season? Mm-hmm. Where they basically... Actually, around the... So before they did their offshoot... The Atlantis? Yeah. Which I was highly disappointed in, but you know everybody's like, "Oh, give it a bit more chance." I'm like, "Oh, but it was, it wasn't the same." Anyways, um, yeah, we think it's just a Mulan. Yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch that. I think that was that was his best (laughs) acting in anything was from playing Ronan. 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 Ronan Dex. I don't know. I thought he was good in Rock of the Man. I seem to remember him acting in that. <laughs> <laughs> he was shirtless a lot. <laughs> he would just be shirtless and wrap. That was his hair. No, he really did do a good job as Ronan. But, uh. Because his hair cut Yes, he did. Um, the, I liked Atlantis in some things, but not in others. Like, the, uh. The rape is a cool, a cool concept. The um, the leader of the main Atlantis team. Oh yeah. Um, he seemed to me like his actor was trying to be 
Richard D. Anderson's yeah. character from SG-1. He was trying too hard. He was trying too hard, and it was terrible, and he didn't have that kind of presence. Mm -hmm. That's why they brought Ronan in that It's sort of like, yeah, he's not, he's not the alpha male leader. He's trying to be the perfect soldier boy. I didn't like him. But I liked Ronan was a great character, and um, McKay, the scientist that came from SG-1. He was funny as hell. He really got so much better mm -hmm. in Atlantis than he was in because, of course, well, remember, in SG-1, he was gay. Yes, he, he was. He hated it, everything he saw. And, and in Atlantis, he, was just, he started becoming this really lovable cool guy who tries to be social. Yeah. But has no, I mean, has no social skills. He does it. Like, in SG-1, he tells uh, Samantha Carter, he tells her, um, uh, it sucks, I really have a thing for dumb blondes. And <laughs> <laughs> she's like the smartest person on the... <laughs> Give her five minutes in the lab and she'll solve your problem. <laughs> she was the MacGyver, you know. And uh, in the opening episode, they actually use the line. Like, it took us four years of a supercomputer to MacGyver something together. Talking about making the gate run. Yeah. Well, yeah, like they're, like, I think it's like in the first episode, like like when they're like trying to figure out some, something, like Richard Pan is, you know, he's he's like, it's like, can we like figure something out like that? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they actually do like like he kind of like covers his mouth and muffles the guy. I'm watching Umbrella Academy right now. I just watched the first episode. I've got to start that one. Uh, I, 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 it's very good. I'm on episode seven. It's, oh, it's still on my list. I, I started it, what, yesterday? <laughs> Burn through it. One of those, that I don't want to listen to it, I want to actually watch it, watch it. Yeah, something tells me it's, it's lots of eye candy. It is a lot, it's a lot of visuals. You have to rewind it. I finished The Expanse, third season, third season. I thought that was the third season. Uh, they're supposed to be, but they're canceled by sci-fi. It's coming in the new season, so I'm hoping for it. Because I really like the expense. Yeah. And have you read the books? Oh, it's oh. twenty novels exploded in the whole series. So there's there's like sixty years of storyline of we found the gate and we found the gate of gates that basically leads to the infinite universes. So there's now a new expanse that happens because all of a sudden our solar system went from solar system to it's our solar system, and inside this, you, you saw the final one, the, the sphere with the spheres inside the sphere. Spheres. When they go inside. That was the end of the third season. Each one of those little circles you saw in there, that was another gate to another solar system. Oh my. So basically, there's an infinite solar systems now available for resources. So you have the Mars faction, the Earth faction, the Belter faction, that now actually have. They can go wherever the fuck they want. But part of the storyline is there's, e there's ancient cultures henceforth the one who built this. But there's also cultures of annihilation. Sort of, sort of like you can tell the folks who wrote the story for Halo, they're just all the standards Because, you know, the ring in Halo, they kind of reverse engineered the idea that instead of teleportation, it's annihilation. Well, the whole point of there's an evil species and a good species and both are gone. But you never know in the books if some stupid human might run into something and un unlock something or figure some technology out. Or it's a stupid human. Or the stupid humans having socio-economic wars in galaxies because now everybody's doing colonialism and wanting to plant their flag on planets. Who's to say you can legally do that or not? Yeah, yeah. I just couldn't get into it. I'm that the, the, the uber cool Martian. It was a little slow. Oh, the first season yeah. was ridiculously yeah, was like slow, but the first and second season were the ones that stretched. The guy, yeah. there was, yeah. but there were two empty seats next to me, and uh, you know, Fox edited as you sit in the Right. So he could have sat down, the guy who was on and he didn't. Um, but we made awkward eye contact, and so I was like, I don't bite strangers. <laughs> then you should say, my name is Jim. <laughs> I'm your party victim from today. I've had all my shots. What the, like, yeah, that's what you should have said. I've had all my shots. 
Jim. Over here on that side? Yeah. I'm like, where have they, they hidden the trash can? So is Jerome the only one moving, or is the whole family moving? Jerome is roommate and two sons. Roommate is Zach. They just have the same last name. Uh, so, I guess I should be. <laughs> no, you're fine. Yeah. Those are pretty. Oh wait, surprise, surprise, it hasn't warmed up outside. Still a little chilly. A little chillier. <laughs> yeah. Hence the wool coat. <laughs> I was wearing a jacket because I was covered in rain and, and I suppose my skin was probably cold and such. Uh, and I was like really living too I've got a I've got a hooded windbreaker, and then I got this for my cold weather kind of stuff. Like I don't have a hooded cold weather. I have a flannel. You know, I I like a t-shirt. It's not helping you much. I usually am going to work. It does really good when I'm going to work. So when it's 32 degrees outside, it's like gloves on. It's like it's freaking cold. I'm like, can you warm up yet, please? I I don't want it to. I was um, I was at Jerome's house last night, and it was so warm in there that I couldn't sleep. I had to go sit outside. Oh wow! Yeah. And I checked the thermostat, and it was at seventy two. So the thermostat in my house when I left it was at seventy one because it was freaking freezing in there. Seventy one is normal. Seventy-one is total. Okay, so just just to let you know, when you get older, you actually get colder. Because <laughs> you're such an old fart. Yeah, you so in your you really do, actually. Hey, no, I I'm getting bored. I live with somebody who's having hot flashes. I'm never cold. I'm never I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm actually waiting for that just so I can warm up. You say Something that tells me that's not going to be how it works. No. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Remember those nights where we had 30 degree at night nights? Mm-hmm. Our windows. Oh, that sounds so good. I'm the one who opened the window. Oh. So I, I would kill you. Because <laughs> I'm right next to the window. Every time I wake up, I can see my breath. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm waiting for it to at least get to 80. I, I enjoy it right until I have to move my knee. Then I'll sit. Oh, yeah, the humidity is what bothers my knee. The weather not so much. Hmm? Weather changes, humidity, cold. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow passing over the sun. <laughs> Just moving in general. Right. <laughs> so, sleeping, sleeping really well. So you guys well. need your recovery. She's standing there and she clicks this gate and it's rumbling down. And it's opening and the daylight is you know streaming over your shoulders. As as all of you guys are getting a little closer to her to see what's what's happening is all of a sudden this is rumbling and you're seeing the light. I'm over to ready for the other Oh, you remind them about that? Yeah. What? Remind me what? Yeah, that's a sense of under. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, because it's 
So ancient, it's made forever ago. Hey, we only live 60 years tops, mm -hmm. but you mature by six. That's when we get his age. <laughs> you survived to adulthood. Okay, so you guys see that, that this pitch black tunnel, which we're sure through dark vision, no problem. You can go in there once you switch from color vision to dark vision. <laughs> there are so many bodies, it's difficult terrain to walk into. And just looking from them, it could be elk, it could be hobgoblin bodies, you can't quite tell. But some, some of the, the decorations that you can still make out, like the rusted metal that used to be on your armor, has def definitive goblin look to it. Then you see some other pieces of, of, of bambraces, stuff that look distinctly like they're elven, or they rusted to nothingness. And then occasional glints of what could be gold wristlets, could be earrings, could be possibly priceless magical weapon or armor, who knows what. So, well, I'm it, sure it's going to happen. Oh, <laughs> it's, go, it's going oh. to be very, it's going to be more than difficult terrain. <laughs> Just make sure to pick the goblins up and shake them off in front of what they found. Okay. Get to the goblins and check their poop to see if they swallow the same thing. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that to protect magic. Makes <laughs> 10 minutes. You could take 10 minutes to start doing your little Padawanawana ritual. Okay. Or we could just clear a path. Well, I, guess. I, uh, I want to climb something. <laughs> Whether it's a wall or a tree. You're going to be climbing horses. They told me there would be undead behind that wall. As you're all just looking on long looks into the dark, ominous tunnel, and you're like, yeah. I'm going to start with my staff, then I'm going to start dragging them to the left and to the right, so I'm parting the walk space. Okay, so you're pushing back past everybody? Parting the best seat. You've climbed up into the tree. Okay, so you're starting to like just pull like Iron himself, pull some bodies and make a nice little path in there. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you, so you start to make a little path. You got uh, pretty much, you know, let's say that much of your five foot reach cleared out. <coughs> you guys doing anything while he's pulling dead bodies out? I'm, I'm readying an arrow. Yeah. I'm okay, you're paranoidly sitting there with your bow creaking because you got one ready. Yeah. I'm like trying to figure out I've got a spell I'm just picking up. Yeah? Yeah, what, what, what spell is this? Oh, well, that's a channel for you just you look like this and say, Padawarabing Day! Yeah, but I've got it. I'm not going to do it right now. Mm -hmm. First one I see move, though. Especially since he told you, I distinctly sense undead here. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, a, it's a perception check to see if I can notice any of them like moving around. Can you give me a perception check yeah. to see what you see? Oh, 19. A 19. Yeah, any of them seem like a little, little shifty. 
You do notice that as he's like pulling bodies, the way the bodies are piled upon each other, they're kind of like pulling each other apart. So there's like this general undulation of the piles when one's being moved out. So you don't quite see anything there. But you do notice that one of the bodies has something like draped over its head that seems to be not nasty old and rotted, but just covered in tens of grime and dust. Looks like cloth or, or possibly some kind of hat. I need to use my short sword and then try to flick that cloth. Okay, so yeah, you're so reaching in there? Yeah, I'm reaching in there. Okay. So you're like jumping into the pile he's making to try to reach it? Yeah. Okay, give me a, a uh, acrobatics as you're trying to do this one legged. Uh, 13. 13? <laughs> Okay, you reach over and you have no clue what he's doing. He's just like, maybe he's trying to help you in his own special little buddy way. <laughs> and immediately you reach over and you grab this, this fabric. And as you start to lift it up, it looks almost like a bed cap hat. Mm -hmm. Or possibly as you're moving it, it's like pulling the cobwebs off and the dust is coming off it. And it, it seems to be made of bright cobalt blue with some kind of arcane symbols. You've been to it before. The clock. It's got like a two stars and a moon. Arcane symbols. <laughs> and uh, you're kind of interested in this thing pulling out because it's coming out spotless as the dust and the webs are, are being left behind as you're pulling it out of the pile. And the fact that it's not rocking in the fabric, there's something special about it. So I'm going to reach over it's not my staff and stick it on the staff. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I, 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 you're, you're appropriating it. Um, you sense that it has an unusual aura about <laughs> Now you want to go outside and see what kind of symptoms. Well, I'd have to go identify that and mm -hmm. figure out what it is. Or go out and take a short rest and play with it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Another hour. <laughs> <laughs> you guys mind if I play with this? Can you give me some? <laughs> <laughs> it's wow. all going for. Give me some space to go play with myself. <laughs> I'm going to turn the other way. <laughs> You're turning red. Yes. <laughs> the bugbear is turning red. I'm going to say, I can I just like completely unaware of the, the double up. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, what? What? <laughs> I think that might be the only thing that people are aware. Just over there. You know, he's gonna act unaware. I'm not. I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm not sure if he's aware. Is, is he aware and just playing coy, <laughs> like waiting for the trap? <laughs> so you're like moving the pile as he's walking out with his new treasure trove. There's probably more. How much is something in the bag? I'm not sure. The other store is like two twenty-five. I think. Um, I think it's about $6 for three of them, so. So, so you're walking off with the hat where you're leaving him to rummage through the bodies to make a hat? I'm going to shove in my sack, bring it on, and uh, keep going. Okay. Because I realize that as much as I'd like to, there's probably more in here. So I keep looking so uh, you're, you're sitting there over Ranger and you're like poking with your staff and as soon as you poke, it seems like you poke on the ribcage and pull it out by the ribcage into your, your staff and the rib. All of a sudden there seems to be a little cavity, cascade of, of bones just falling and rolling away. Almost like something underneath pushed them away but you don't see anything. And then about a half second later, from the dust that's poofed up from all of this, you see a spectral visage of an elf slowly walk all glowing blue light. So in common, they say, greetings, old man. That's, that's actually good. Go and roll addition. No. <laughs> I'm still standing outside. 21. So I'm not aware. 20. Are you outside or inside? Uh, okay. 18. She's in the tree. <laughs> I'm in the yeah. tree watching over you guys. Do you want us to even out, even being outside? Yeah. Okay. Um, 18. 
And what's your guard rank again? Uh, 18. 18? Oh. I'm still going last. <laughs> uh, yeah, you definitely beat me because of my deck size. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so you acknowledge it. It kind of gives you this, this queer look, like it's not understanding what you're doing here. And, and you're noticing further back, special forms are pulling themselves out of the, the bone piles here. These all seem to be very, very highborn elves, just from the look of the armor and the jewelry that you're seeing on and the spectres of their, <laughs> what they believe they look like. Long ears. And the eyes look funny to you. They don't look like normal elf eyes. They're glowing with intense energy. Now, of course, this is how they look to themselves. So the question is, do you want to do like a Hanna check or a history check? Yeah. Or do you want to take action against them now? So. Yeah, I'm going to say something like, hey, Liska, um, <laughs> Agdon. Hey, you guys! Ooh, crit. So, uh, that's a skill. So, so what skill 24 you Twenty-four. Yeah. Okay, so immediately looking at them, you're realizing they're specters. Of course. You know, unfinished business type of thing. But what you're really picking up when you're looking at them, arcana-wise especially, because there's a, a little bit of goblin wizard that you are there. You, you know from history, it's probably stolen from another culture. Actually, they could live before you guys made your version of them. You swear that these don't look Fight like high elves. They look like a ladder. Okay. The fae, top of the top of the high elves. Or as in their, their annoying kind, call themselves the pure ones. Because to me, I think a ladder is a Nazi elf bastard. They look down on other cousins. Kid. So at that point, then I, I would have said, I'd ending them and say, greetings, pure ones. Excuse me. Okay. And it's still looking at you like it's trying to answer a question it doesn't quite know the answer to. It's looking at you. And it's, it's like it's not comprehending what it's seeing and hearing at the same time. Maybe it doesn't understand color. It's far gone. They would be able to speak to that more than I would probably know the religion mm -hmm. background, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm not, I'm not studied in that Well, you know enough that, you know, ghosts, you know, you roll really freaking amazing. You know, things that, like, uh, usually they're resistant to things like acid, cold, fire, lightning, thunder, bloody, piercing, slashing, Probably Everything. poison and necromancy. Virtually. Uh, probably you'd be grappling exhausted, Sean. Uh, so really divine things are really going to be the key here. Oh, but you did roll an extra 20, right? It was a skill check, but yeah. Oh, I believe <laughs> I'll give you that you know the thing right below my pumpkin. The INC or the SU? The SUS. Okay. So you know that. I'm going to stick the. Uh... As you're all of a sudden you step back and realize there's light in a little semicircle around here. Mm. Pretty much right where you're standing. All of a sudden you look down and realize about five feet in front of you the, the sunlight ends. And right over the goblin, his little short head is just within the sunlight. Funny thing is, I can do a crowd on that door. Jump forward. <laughs> Tor towards it or just or further into the tunnel? Both. <laughs> hey, violence is my answer to any, almost I any challenge. Okay, so, so Ranger, no, they're no. inside there. On second thought, don't do that. I'm not a Ranger. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I'm not going to do You're Ranger Mike. Ranger Jason. <laughs> Literally, the player's <laughs> Ranger Jason. Yeah. It's true. That's how that works. 
So, so, so if you're telling him to jump forward, then you're like, no, no, no. No, on the second thought, and then I just start. Yeah, I can get quickly. Thinking stabby. I start rattling off quickly that their resistance is to him. Okay. And so I say the reason they're not moving forward is just because you're in the sunlight as am I. Ooh. Ah. Oh. <laughs> 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 you need to uh, leave before the sun comes down. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Okay, I've got or close ten. the gate. Close the gate. I've got 10 regular arrows and 18 magic arrows left. That's a good read, right? Hmm. Yeah, they can. They just would rather not. I'll just make sure you have the right speed. What? I, uh, <laughs> no, I just say they can, but they'd okay. rather not. Yeah. So rogue, they're up in their trees. So they're like me. They're, they're, they're in the cave talking. Would so you would you allow me to stick my staff underneath his backpack and move him over okay. next to me, or beside me, as opposed to him being out in front of me? Um, I'll give it to you. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, rogue, it's you. I'm hot. There's nothing happening yet. Go ahead and give me a high roll. Oh, yeah. That way you're blending in with the tree. And at that exact moment is when the tree branch comes down to grab you. 24. Whoa. I am, I am so hidden. They knew you were in the tree somewhere. You're just like a hidden leaf. But now you think I'm somewhere else. I've gone to a different tree. Okay, so I'm assuming our ranger is better dex than our cleric. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you like to do? Ah, do I want to go shooty or stabby with this thing? I mean, yeah, I'm looking at that flaw. They do look like glowy, and it's not a flaw, it's inspiration. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. That's, that's, that's kind of why. It's, it's... <laughs> but I'm also looking at the fact that my, my, my quiver of regular arrows is down to half. Like, I, 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 can, I, can, I can stab him with force damage with my planar warrior creature. I, it's, still, it's still light in this little square. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm gonna be curious. Boldly walk up to it. I'm gonna walk up there. Wow. Drop on my planar warrior energy. Okay. And stab him with my, my uh, short sword. Okay, go ahead and give me a uh, roll there. Uh, that would be a, a 12. A 12? So you summon up your planar energy. Yeah. It's kind of looking at you like oh, it's recognition when you get close to it, and it's like goblin. Yes, goblin. And it almost has the scanners look. You, you mean uh, 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 body scanners? Yeah. You said scanners. Oh well, uh, scanners is, uh, is the, the uh, head one. Isn't yeah. that the one where the, the guy goes at the oh. very end? No, no, no. Well. Uh, no, that's, that's <laughs> I'm, I'm think at least to me the is um is uh body centers the the one in the seventies. Either way, spooky yeah. scare. Yeah, it goes like that. You roll the twelve. Twelve. And you do. Ooh, ooh, and this is force damage. Force damage. And that is a whopping six. But six is good. Yes. Six is greater than zero. Six, six is great. So force is good. You, and you notice when you when you hit it, 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 it recoils from your attack like ah! Yeah. And it sadly it pulls its hand away, and all of a sudden you're seeing like a dent in the armor you didn't recognize, and it seems to be like that wound has been sexualized. Is it that's the wound that killed it and it seems it's got a hole in it? <laughs> okay, Claire. I know you had that that, that prayer to keep your time. I do. And um, I'm going to speak it and then I'm turn on dead. So what is your turn on dead to? Well just makes him into an undead turnover. No. He's been dead, you can see or hear within 30 feet of you, 
must make a wisdom saving throw. If the creature fails to throw, it is turned for one minute and cannot, or, or until it takes any damage. Now the question is, are you wanting to expose it? Yeah, that probably would be Or you just want to scare that first one, and the other two will laugh at you from more than 30 feet away. Ooh, she's going to the bodies. She's going to the bodies. I'm on the other side. Okay. Yeah, the dice is the bodies. The bodies. Clear path. So, this is where the sunlight no longer. Yep, basically, you're stepping in the first bit of shadow. And one, two, three. Yep, and then one, two, three. Yep. Push them into the light. So, uh, turn <laughs> He's like, run past all of them. Turn undead. Okay, so what's the save? Uh, it is wisdom. Wisdom? What's the DC? Um, okay, is this one? It would be close enough that I have to actually look. Ooh, the plus zero. This one! Son of a bitch, I guess. Nope. And then this one. Ha ha! We have one winner. As these two seem to be ready to run away very quickly, you say the words of your god, and they recognize those words. And you see the fear of the goblin hordes that murdered them by endless scores inside this temple. And I, and I tell everybody, do not hit the ones that run. <laughs> and Aconite breaks. Because <laughs> I was, I was, I... Because I'll wait for that opportunity attack. Sorry. <laughs> <I> Run, <laughs> shank. I would At least for right now. Okay. I'll, I'll be a good goblin. A <laughs> good goblin. So, Paladin, you sense the undead. She's come up and said the words of her dark god, and make only the undead run like little girls. Um, I will move up. How far do you move up? As far as I can. Like smirk that comes to your lip when you recognize all the dead elves by the droves. All the goblins who died have died in God's name. So I'm able to tell which one saved and which one didn't. Yeah, you obviously see these two are actually acting in pair right now. I will move. I use my action to move up further towards the one that did not save. Okay, so you got speed of 30? Yep. They're crunching over bones and armor that's just turned into dust instantly. I wasn't hiding. <laughs> you would be able to move one more. Don't crush the treasure. Didn't I get two squares up? Yeah. Well, you had these two squares. Okay. That was the furthest one right there. Don't worry. So you're just out of range, but it's okay. You feel like you'll come after you shortly. <laughs> Especially now that he sees a hobgoblin and a hobgoblin who just said the words of their dark god, and here you are brandishing your armor of the pseudo dragon coming up. No! <laughs> and then a rage attack to wipe you all out. It's all no. actually a dragon trap. Not happening. Okay. You're not in charge of the minions. <laughs> so all of a sudden, it's <coughs> their turn. Be right in dragon into that one. Proceeding to do it again. Asta, Asta. And this one goes straight up. And you can see it. Before it sucks. R2 is medium. Yep. I love it. It's from the Tarkin uh, initiative. X something something, and he's got a uh, rocket launcher and a medium. 
Okay, and then this one. He comes up for some power. And he's going to do these large training attacks. That's what it looks like. And he will not have advantage of much because he's all together training attacks. So he's hitting you with his. Uh, It's going to go for his last training So, go ahead and give me a constitution statement, bro. <laughs> it's a perfect time to say face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the elf comes up and goes, Constitution saving throw, or you have your hit point maximum reduced by your own amount. In other words, you don't go back from that. You kind of recover your life force. As it just looks at you like, ah, stuck you with that life drain, straw. And of course, you hear it saying, "Elven, by the way." Yep. It has faith you this. Yeah. See, my faith is rewarded. Okay, and it just wafts back, and it, it's glowing brighter now. It's feeling emboldened, filled with some life force of a hobgoblin in the west. This is like cherry pie. Okay, so top of the order, it's going to be our. This is all the description of Oh, yeah. No, no, you came up and. Oh, yeah, I came up and. You, you, you did the movement there. The double movement. I was going to say, now it's the wizard's turn. What can they do? They've got maximum distance between us. And you can see we've been flying through the air pretty fast. Like that, that one that took off went 100 feet in one one turn. Which tells you they move pretty fast. Now remember, Cleric, you have multiple divine channelings. And I think on the range based on the distance. Oh, it's damn free. Yeah. I can move up to here. That's going to be. Then there's 20 feet from We could go, because remember, these were clear. So 10, 20, 30. 10, 20, 30. Remember, these were your last year clear that squares. Jason, your partner. Yeah. Save me if I'm stupid. As I bring my hand up and crackling energy erupts as a lightning bolt and it flies forward and uh, attempts to lasso him, he needs to make a strength DC of 12. So he's going to take damage and he's going to be pulled up to uh, 
10 feet, so. Okay, and we'll take a quick photograph because our road is in Columbus and it's, it is time. So it's on the it's time. Eight points of damage. Eight points of lightning damage. Yes, half damage. But Pretty much the resistance to everything, except magic weapons. Wait. <laughs> Even the shadow blade? Well, is the shadow blade count as a magic weapon? What does the descriptor say? Uh, uh, somehow I think the radiant damage isn't included in there either. Uh, no. Such as comes to the spine. I know that, uh, like on my druid shillelagh, you know, like shillelagh, for instance, this is also a magic weapon, the magic weapon sort of thing. Yep. So that's right. Like, that's been a fun one. That's the one for, for the druids and yeah. shillelagh. It makes them seriously powerful because they immediately have, so those shitty mobs, immediately, first level, I've got a magic weapon. Yeah, right. And that can make a huge difference. I mean, think about it. You're a uh, druid going after werewolves. Mm -hmm. I have a magic weapon. Oh, yeah. Because it goes back to those early 3.0 days where the descriptor of resistance to everything but magic weapons count off a lot. And that's a good place to yeah. wrap it up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about body pillows? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's a flashlight. <laughs> I don't consent. I don't consent. <laughs> No, well, no, I, I, well, no, well, there's, there's that.